0: listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome everybody to another episode of Earth Oddity, the number one podcast in your heart and your mind and your soul. We thank you for joining us for another week of outstanding And weird news stories and slash witty banner. Um, I am John. I'm joined by my co-host Tiny here. How are you, Tiny?
1: Doing fine. Hope everybody's doing well.
0: Oh yeah, I'm doing great. I got a few um, pretty awesome stories. I got several. I hadn't even narrowed down which ones I'm going to talk about. I'm just going to go straight off the cuff here they got a couple of Florida mans. ones. got an Alabama man. Oh, too. Alabama man. Yeah, uh, the famous cousin of Florida man. I
1: feel like the Alabama man, has a there's a media bias against him, That's so right. he don't get in the news as much. No,
0: no, not at all. And this doesn't have to do with Alabama giving $26 million back to that dude who donated it to our law school. Have you heard all about that? I haven't heard
1: about that. Yeah.
0: Well, anyways, he came out and talked. We don't need to get into it. About the abortion law. Oh, okay. He's and upset. Alabama yeah. announced they were returning this donation. Money, But Alabama says he was trying to tell us what to do with this money. He donated to us and mm-hmm. we don't want to put up with him anymore. So
1: now was that money to the university?
0: Yeah, it was to the law school. Okay. Yeah.
1: Because well, did I mean, does the University of Alabama law school have an official official position on the abortion law? I, no, the University of
0: Alabama has no bearing. They, they don't pass laws. Yeah, so why? Or, so
1: why is he mad at the University of Alabama?
0: Because I think he was just saying, don't be sending your kids there. Okay. You know, as a boycott because right. Alabama is,
1: regardless how yeah. the university feels right. about politics yes. in Alabama. Well,
0: we know we know universities are traditionally <laughs> conservative and
1: <laughs> yes.
0: li- aligned with the Republican Party. As a former uh, student at Alabama. I I could say that's true, of course, yes. Oh,
1: yeah, they got Fox News playing <laughs> all the time. 24-7 all in the, the student time. lounge. Yes, but anyway, so,
0: <laughs> but that's not the Alabama man I'm talking about, which actually Mr. Culverhouse is from Florida. His dad uh, graduated from Alabama. His mm-hmm. son, the one who uh, they took the money back with, never went to Alabama. But his kids did, I think. But, yeah, his dad used to own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So this guy is mm-hmm. – uh, Lecturing everybody else from his, like, multi-billion dollar mansion and stuff about how he need to live. But that's fine. You know, more power to him. Right. Got your name taken off the law school is all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just being facetious. So, do you have any good stories today?
1: Yes. I have a Florida man story myself. And uh, also... We have an Indiana candle company that has sparked some outrage. You've got to try hard, I feel right. like, when you own a candle company to spark some outrage. <laughs> yes,
0: you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you do. Um, I have some breaking news, though. I okay. I was going to lead out with this, and I got so sidetracked. This often happens. Um, I unfollowed the Fringe Radio Network on Instagram because it has never followed us back again on Instagram. Well, hey. I also noticed they haven't posted anything since like 2017, so they may have lost the password to it. But just, I wanted to get out ahead of the story before it hit. There's really no nothing wrong with our relationship with the Fringe Radio Network. I know in the podcasting community, it probably made some waves to see that happen. <laughs> No No, there's no problems with it. I mean, yeah. if you're not following me back, I'm not following you. That's just the rules, okay? Right. That's That's just the rules.
1: And we'll, we'll tell you the same thing. We'll, we will tell you like we told TMZ. If you want us to follow you, you got to follow yeah, us back. Yeah, you got to follow us back. I mean, that's just the rules. That's the Instagram <laughs> rules, okay? Yeah. Unless you're somebody super famous or somebody right. super weird and we just want to... Yeah. he taps on you.
0: Yeah, but just about everyone who follows us, I either know personally or know they listen to the show or they're like another podcast we've been on and right. stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, so I just wanted to apologize publicly <laughs> to the Fringe Radio Network for... Um, Unlinking our social media. Um, Now, when I see that you follow us back, I mean, I'm right in there and I'm following you. I mean, instantly, pretty much. I mean, as instantly as I check Instagram on the Earth Audio page, which is maybe twice a week. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, just want to get out ahead of that story because I know it'll be breaking. Uh, It's probably already hit some blogs on the Internet.
1: (sighs) Well... Do you want to kick this off or you want me to start off? Yeah, man. Let me go. Since you did that. Okay.
0: Let me go. I I will go right here with um, Do you like, you enjoy coffee?
1: I do. I love
0: coffee. I got some good news for you. All right. Hit me with it. Um, This comes from Fox News, America's trusted news source, (laughs) uh, the University of Alabama's favorite (laughs) news source. Um, drinking coffee, even, even 25 cups a day is not bad for your heart. New study says. Oh,
1: good. Yeah. So now it might wreak havoc on your bladder,
0: Oh, but it's not
1: bad for your heart.
0: Yes. And I'd just like to say, uh, may want to pick up cocaine if you're (laughs) drinking 25 cups of coffee a day.
1: (laughs) It's still not doing it.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're not getting your, your boost, let's, let's just go ahead and try cocaine. All right, coffee lovers rejoice. A new study published Monday states that coffee isn't as bad for the human heart as previously thought. Researchers with the William Harvey Research Institute at Queen Mary University of London said they debunked previous studies that claimed drinking coffee, even up to 25 cups a day, would stiffen arteries. Hmm. I don't know how you're getting down 25 cups in a day.
1: I was about to say, I feel like I drink a lot of coffee, but I rarely drink over. yeah, you know, two cups. I, I'm Sometimes a standard, three cups. I'm
0: a standard two cups. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and if somebody, like, brews one up late in the day at the mm-hmm. office, I'll probably get one. But standard two cups is what I'm rolling with. I um, usually do
1: one in the morning, one in the afternoon. Oh, okay. So.
0: I just go two in the morning just to get them down. <laughs> um, despite the huge popularity of coffee worldwide, different reports could put people off from enjoying it. Whilst we can't prove a casual link in this study, our research indicates coffee isn't as bad for the arteries as previous studies would suggest, Dr. Kenneth Fung, who led the data analysis on the research, said. So they analyzed more than 8,000 people in the UK, and the study divided people into three groups depending on coffee consumption. Fung said that while the study did include people who drank up to 25 cups per day, the Dang. average amount of coffee participants drank was five cups a day. Okay. That's a little more reasonable. We would like to study these people more closely in our future work so that we can help to advise safe limits, he said, of those who drank the latter. Now, I would say if you're already declaring 25 is cool, that's a safe <laughs> limit. Yeah.
1: Um, you know I mean? That's a good point.
0: Yeah. So there's a professor. His name is, I, ooh, I don't even know if I can pronounce this, Metin Avakirian, who's an associate medical director with the British Heart Foundation that they help fund a study. Uh said there are several conflicting studies saying different things about coffee, and it could be difficult to filter what we should believe and what we shouldn't. Nice pun with the use of
1: filter, by the way. <laughs> Um, I notice that about everything. You know, we there the days when oh, yeah. we get a study yeah. and we can all rely on that. Those days are gone. Yeah. because it's not going to be two weeks that there's going to be another study that comes out. It yeah. comes out saying it is bad for you. I've been so.
0: told at least fifty times in my life. That eggs are good for me and eggs are bad for that's me. That's true. I'm I have no idea mm-hmm. what eggs are doing to my body. I just keep eating them because I don't care about my body. But
1: and I don't know if it's the egg lobby that's yeah. behind all big like, egg. the eggs. You talking <laughs> about big egg? Yeah. yeah. Or the bacon lobby trying true. to shame eggs? Yeah. You know? I don't know. So,
0: but yeah, I mean, so anyways, so this professor goes on to say uh, uh, that the results will hopefully put some of the media reports in perspective. As it rules out one of the potential detrimental effects of coffee on our arteries. So live it up, coffee drinkers. <laughs> I mean, I would just start snorting the grounds straight <laughs> off the kitchen counter in the morning. Just get it going, you know? Yeah. Let's just mainline this stuff and and get it rocking and rolling here. But I just I have trouble believing there's somebody out there drinking twenty five cups of coffee a day.
1: That's that's impressive. Yeah,
0: right. How how much is a cup? Four eight ounces? I was about to say I've always
1: thought twelve, but
0: No, I don't think so. No not
1: I think it's eight ounces. Okay. I think eight
0: ounces in a cup.
1: Well, you know what? I drink more coffee than I thought because my little Keurig has a 14 ounce setting. Oh, so you're picking that I typically it up. Go with, so. right.
0: Well, your arteries are okay.
1: If I drink one of those in the morning and one of those in the afternoon, does that make me a four cup a day guy? I guess so. Wow. Wow. You're okay. getting on up there. You know,
0: if only <laughs> we had the had internet in the to see how many ounces were in a cup. Or, you know, I don't know. They're all in the whole metric system. They make That's it true. You know, how many liters or milliliters are in a cup? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyways, anyways, twenty five cups. <laughs> That's your limit. It's, it's impressive. That's if you get to twenty five, just stop there, you know, and clean your house yeah. and probably organize your filing cabinet and, and everything if you, else.
1: If you can get to twenty five cups in a Starbucks, oh, yeah. I would like to borrow some money.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. That's.
1: You got some money if you're sitting in a yeah. Starbucks and you walk up to the counter and they're like, "You had enough. Yeah. It's time for <laughs> you to leave." You all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you get cut off at the coffee bar. You've done
1: something when you've run up a two hundred dollar tab at your little Starbucks. Yes. And you're was like amped up, you know, like <laughs> yeah. just shaking and all, you know, excited
0: for life and talking to everybody. Like, walk yeah, outside this, of
1: the parking lot, and you just chunk your keys as far as right. you can to take yeah, off running. That's right.
0: Yeah. So just do cocaine, people. I mean, it's much safer for you, right? People have been using it for centuries. We're fine, right? Yeah. I mean, except for the 80s and all the people who've been addicted to it and died. But, I mean, it's, it's okay. People are addicted <laughs> to coffee. They all die, too. So yeah. you telling me 25 cups a day, guy, ain't going to die one day? <laughs> let's live it up with a party drug.
1: I would uh – uh I would recommend anyone interested in cocaine to just go look at the lives of Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, they were super rich.
1: <laughs> okay. Right? I mean, it's so
0: You're convincing me. Keep talking. Let's go. They lived like lavish lifestyles. Yeah. Okay. This is working. She sang the national anthem at the Super Bowl. All right. Yeah. I'm going to go pick up a sack today. Yeah. I like it. Thanks, Tony. You convinced me.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. I
1: suppose you know one man's trash is another man's treasure. True.
0: Right. <laughs> so, it's all about perspective. There you go. You know. I mean, dying in the bathtub is not so bad when you think about it. There's a <laughs> lot of worse ways to go. What would be the worst way to go? Ooh. Ow, burning alive to me.
1: Yeah. It's got to be tough. Number
0: one. I think drowning would be bad too. But I'm an excellent swimmer. Excellent. Right. Um. But burning alive has always been the way I don't want to go.
1: Yeah, I used to think, you know, like uh, people used to say, would you rather you know burn alive or freeze to death? And no. I always used to think freezing death would be worse. Yeah. But then here a couple of years back when I caught my leg on fire, yeah, I was like, you know changed what? Changed my mind real quick. <laughs> changed my mind. Yeah, maybe freezing's not so bad. <laughs> I would think maybe
0: burning alive, like, you know, pretty quickly, you like send your nerves or whatever and, and you go into shock and you don't feel it. You know, once you hit hypothermia, though, there's still some time that you're going to be, you know, doing. You know, you get hypothermia, you do stupid stuff like take your clothes off and all kind of crazy stuff. Yeah, you don't know? you
1: also get tired? Do you want to go to sleep? Maybe. And I mean, who doesn't want to die in their sleep? I, maybe,
0: well, it's a good point. Yeah. Well, so. my wife doesn't want me to die in my sleep. We've covered that before. She forced <laughs> me to get a CPAP. So yeah, yeah, I'll be alive uh, when I die. Apparently. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, we've dwelt on this. We've talked about cocaine enough. Let's move on.
0: We have. I got another story with it in there too. Don't worry. We're bringing it back around. This is just foreshadowing for later.
1: John, have you ever stole something?
0: Um, I don't know the statute of limitations (laughs) on some of the things I've done, so I'm just no comment. Gotcha. What I stole my wife's heart. By the way, there you go. Boom.
1: What is the biggest thing that someone has ever stolen?
0: Ooh, I don't know. Maybe like a ship.
1: Yeah, because there was there was a dude that uh, pirates, bro. pirates have stolen ships. <laughs> okay, yeah, boom. I had a great answer there. <laughs> Our next story is about Russians who stole a bridge. Okay, all right. <laughs> Crafty Russian thieves steal entire bridge without anyone noticing for months. Wow. Let's get wow. straight into this. Nobody noticed for months. Apparently no one drives out this way. Wow. Methods maybe, are on <laughs>
0: another level in Russia. <laughs>
1: maybe they don't need a bridge here. <laughs> anyway, it says, now you've heard of bikes, cars, and even parts being stolen by thieves to make a quick buck. But how about an entire bridge? International news outlets report that locals noticed the sudden disappearance of an overpass just outside the abandoned settlement of... An Give me a break here. Come on. Akatabraskaya. Nailed it. Roughly 100 miles south of Murmansk. Oh, yeah. Now, they say that this was a sudden disappearance. That's going to take some convincing (laughs) that suddenly (laughs) an entire bridge was gone. But
0: let's... There's a scrapyard in Russia that's got a whole bridge in it, you know? <laughs> it
1: says, located in a desolate area near the border of Finland in the Arctic region, the bridge was crucial crossing for the Umbra River and was formerly an active railway crossing. Russian authorities launched a criminal investigation into the disappearance of the nearly, get this, 62-ton, 75-foot span. Wow. Rumor has it that the bridge was dismantled by metal thieves for scrap. I told you, meth heads. <laughs> <laughs> which is an apparent issue throughout the region.
0: Yeah, I know I'm at the edge when I hear about them.
1: <laughs> photos of the bridge began circulating in mid-May on Russian social media site VK, which showed that the span had collapsed into the river. Roughly 10 days later, on May 26th, more photos surfaced of the bridge, showing that the rubble had randomly disappeared without a trace. Okay. Now... At this point in the article, it was when I thought, well, maybe the bridge just fell down, mm-hmm. and that's when the meth heads went to work. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it says here that locals believe the Span's collapse and total disappearance was not an act of nature. Quote, natural phenomena could not bring down the bridge. The captions to the photos read on VK, even if you bring in an icebreaker, then it's strange that the lower road bridge nearby wasn't knocked over. More likely, metal workers pulled the structure down into the water, and then there they slowly took it apart into scrap pieces. Uh And over these 10 days while they were at work, no one (laughs) thought to go check on this. Hey, what's that noise over there by the river? (laughs)
0: Yeah, You, You guys hear like a bunch of torches and
1: all that going on, grinders? Says that the bridge was originally used to transport line for a rare earth ore processing plant in the area, but was decommissioned when the business filed for bankruptcy in 2007. Since then, the bridge's steel rail tracks were removed while the rest of the bridge remained. Now, this is quite possibly the the factoid of the entire article. Okay. It says, amazingly, according to supplementing reports, the bridge theft has cost its owner around 600,000 rubles. Wow. Would you like to guess how much that is in dollars? Forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at conversion rates. You're not far <laughs> off. Nine thousand two hundred and one dollars. Oh, wow. Wow. That's how much this bridge owner lost. Wow. wow. On this bridge. How man, I didn't know the
0: dollar was that strong <laughs> or the ruble was that weak. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Wow.
1: Russian bridge thieves, man.
0: That's I mean, yeah. It's impressive. Hats off. Hats off. Good job. That's sticking with the plan, you know, <laughs> yes. carrying it out. You know, you had a goal. And it was probably to fund your crystal meth habit.
1: That's like ocean's eleven. True. Or yeah. What's the Russian? Ocean word eleven for... teeth. You know? <laughs> what's the Russian word for eleven? I don't
0: I have no idea. I wish I knew it. I didn't take Russian <laughs> in high school, <laughs> surprisingly in rural West Alabama. <laughs> you know. They didn't teach Russian. They taught French naturally.
1: (laughs) Here in rural Alabama, we take French. Why did they teach us (laughs) French? I
0: mean, it helps out with, like, Cajuns and stuff. Every once in a while, I throw a word out, I know, but...
1: Yeah. Well, it's because in Alabama we're so cultured. Yeah. (laughs) So that's why we teach our, you know, redneck Alabama kids French. Like, you know, like French is
0: like the romance language (laughs) or whatever. You hear like a bunch of like rednecks like bonjour, you know,
1: (laughs) je m'appelle Jean,
0: you know. We butcher it up pretty bad. Yeah. So, and
1: but, then as soon as school's over, we're like screaming at the Latino family down the right. lunch at because for some reason we think if we talk louder, right. they'll suddenly understand. Are English. you
0: through with this dryer?
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, we can't communicate. <laughs> I know.
0: Yeah. That, that's 100% true.
1: Because when you don't speak their language, you just yell you your language louder, louder. Right. Yes. and then somehow they'll understand. Right. That. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and extremely slowly, you know. Yes. Excuse me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, that's Alabama for you. And I have another Alabama story here, an Alabama man story. Are we ready? We're ready. This is from AL.com, everybody's most trusted Alabama news source (laughs) and most roasted on Facebook, any article they put up. Shout out to my buddy Madison Underwood who writes for them. He didn't write this article, but – I love seeing him getting roasted on <laughs> on out You know, like any article he puts up, it's like this is liberal media.com, you know. And I'm like, yes, Madison, that's great, good for I you. I love
1: Al.com personally. I, do tell you, I yeah. love it. I love the
0: comments. I just enjoy. <laughs> I just enjoy it. <laughs> Which, by the way, probably my proudest social media moment was they put an article up a year or two ago about Harriet Tubman being when they announced Harriet Tubman was going to be on the twenty dollar uh-huh. bill. And I, like, saw it immediately when they put it up. It's like, perfect timing. I commented. It was like maybe the second comment, and I just put, I'm just here for the racist to read the racist comments. And I got, like, 400 likes on it. And it was really one of my most proud moments. So I have a shot of it on my personal Instagram. If everybody want, anybody ever wants to check it out, you can find me on uh, Instagram. Okay, so man wearing only underwear allegedly bites man's ear off in Crenshaw County.
1: I didn't know Mike Tyson came to Alabama. Well, he does live in, a, he's
0: from, no, that was Amanda Holyfield that's from Alabama. <laughs> that was the
1: dude who lost his ear. Yeah, that's
0: who lost his ear. <laughs> yeah, maybe Tyson's just taking a road trip. Maybe. I don't know. Was doing, this a uh, whole barbecue tour.
1: Was this uh, the hangover five or whatever? <laughs> yeah, maybe so, yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know how many hangovers there are, but I've only seen one. All right, so talk about biting the hand that feeds you, or in this case, the ear. A man dressed only in his underwear allegedly bit an elderly man's ear off Wednesday after the victim tried to help him after a wreck in Crenshaw County. Dang. Yeah, the Crenshaw County... Sheriff's Office could not immediately be reached to verify the report. So, who knows? Fake news. It could be fake <laughs> It could news. be fake. Thanks, Madison. It and is AL. AL. Com. <laughs> That's right. Johnny Ray Wilson, Jr. of Rutledge wrecked his vehicle, which became submerged in a creek, authorities told the Alabama News Network. Man, he's
1: got a serial killer name, too.
0: Yeah. You talk about Johnny Ray Wilson, Jr.? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, Johnny Ray? Yeah. He's been in some trouble in his life. An elderly man went to help out Wilson, who had been flagging down cars at the site of the wreck. That's when Wilson allegedly jumped into the elderly victim's truck, bit his face, and bit the victim's ear off, Montgomery NBC affiliate WSFA reported.
1: Dang, like a vampire.
0: Yeah, citing Crenshaw County Sheriff Terry Mears. The victim was airlifted to UAB Hospital, and Wilson is being held in the Crenshaw County Jail without bond. Hmm. So that's messed up. <laughs> yeah, it uh, is. Way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean. I mean, surely the guy wasn't in his right mind when he did that. had to not be. Golly, that's just. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> imagine just driving past a wreck and then a dude just in his underwear, mind right. you, you know, climbs in the car and starts biting you? Yes, well... Keep your doors locked, people.
0: You know, I mean, we're we're Baptists. We go to church, and we all know the story of the Good Samaritan, and now you know why <laughs> the guys pass by, okay? Because stuff like this happens, all right? They've been painted in a really bad light all these years, and now we know how this happened. Don't ever try to do anything good for anybody, people, okay? Yeah. That's the number one lesson you should learn from that, so... Yeah, because you go to help a person. And the thing, I mean, it's like Paw too, you know. He's, yeah. like, lived his whole life probably, like, you know, was it D-Day or whatever. Now, nah, maybe that's a little too old. Maybe fought in Vietnam <laughs> right. or Korea. You know, he's seen a lot of stuff in his life, and he's just coming over to help you out because he's a good citizen. And that's what we have in Alabama, good people that yeah. help somebody out in their underwear after flipping their car <laughs> in the creek. And he gets his ear bit off. Golly. Yeah. It's tough. Man. It's tough.
1: And you know we have cell phones now. Yeah. So
0: well, you think Pawpaw's got out his like cricket phone or whatever <laughs> to try to call nine one one? He ain't worried about saying, I that. Don't
1: wanna, I don't want to. I don't want to encourage anyone not to help anybody. Yeah. But I mean, you can call someone, and we've got people on the payroll Absolutely. that we're paying tax dollars <laughs> to right. support.
0: Yeah. And just, who will no, come
1: and, and take care may, of this? They may. They may come. They may. I call. mean, we are paying tax dollars. It's <laughs> true.
0: Yeah, but I would have been right up in there trying to help him, too. I would have gotten my ear yeah. a bit off, and I have large ears. So. Because
1: you want to get in boys' life. That's right. I want to
0: be in boys' life for <laughs> saving him. I would have been like, man, get back in that car in the creek. I'm going to pull you out.
1: You know? Come on. Here's 20. You know, slide it in your underwear pan. You, have it. It random kid happened. walking by. Hold my cell phone and video <laughs> yes. record this. You video this. Okay,
0: here's 20. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: tweet this to boys' life, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so I would have got my ear bit off too. Yeah, me and Paul Paul, old one ear bandit. So well, so yeah, let that be a lesson to you, listeners out there. Never do anything good for anyone standing on the side of the road in their underwear.
1: Maybe he'll get like a bionic ear now that's better than yeah. the one he had to start with. I think they call those hearing aids. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking okay. about like a Robocop. Here.
0: Like, a, like an Inspector Gadgeteer. Like <laughs> yes.
1: comes out of his head. Go, go Gadgeteer. It's yeah. like a microphone exactly. that comes out of his head. Yeah, That's, there you go.
0: I mean, maybe so.
1: All right. Well, Florida man calls 911 to brag after fleeing a traffic stop.
0: Okay. <laughs> That's mighty bold.
1: This caller, he's quoted as saying, like, what do we pay you guys for? Like, I've driven past four cops, y'all.
0: <laughs> Saint- exactly. You get what you pay for. That's exactly <laughs> what we're you talking go. about.
1: A St. Augustine man likely would have gotten away with ducking a traffic stop if he hadn't called 911 to brag about it, authorities said. Yeah. Nicholas Carlman Jones, 19, was behind the wheel of a white Hyundai. Uh, was that Elantra? That's Elantra? Yeah, I think it's
0: called an Elantra. I'm not familiar with luxury cars.
1: <laughs> it was stopped on May 4th on West King Street for a light infraction, according to the St. John's County Sheriff's Office. But as a deputy approached the Hyundai, again, it's a Hyundai.
0: Is it Hyundai or Hyundai? I don't know. I thought it Just was keep Hyundai. keep saying Hyundai because I think you're wrong, but I think it would be funny if you are right and I'm wrong.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, we need a clear. We should just like have someone we could call. If only a, there was like a way we could immediately check yeah. to see what's the right pronunciation. No, no reason to. <laughs> I'm going like, like to okay, finish this article and then we're going to check okay. it.
0: Or have like a phone a friend is what we need. <laughs> yeah. You know, like somebody we could just call. Gabe should be that person. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like me and you maybe like five ever, people know. If I ever got on on millionaire <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I would. I just gave That part, would be amazing TV. Like you want to go viral? <laughs> that's who you call. That's true. You know, if you're not in it for the bucks, but the fame, well, like it would be
0: perfect. Like you get a question about like the Earth's circumference or something. <laughs> oh
1: man! And you call it, and then he's immediately like, "All that stuff's not real. <laughs> that's right. It's fake.
0: That's all fake. The Earth is flat." And you'd be like. <laughs> Boom. Here we All are.
1: All that is is for the Antichrist and the beast to trick everybody into believing the earth's not round.
0: <laughs> we love you, Gabe. I'm, you know, man. I'm just I'm just put, trying to push you buttons, man. I love you. I love you 100%. Tiny's the one being mean about this, okay? This is definitely not me, and I think you're great. I want you to come on the podcast. We, had, we actually had a request in the Facebook group to have like I a conspiracy that. segment. Yeah. I don't. I can't think of anyone better. <laughs> no, I you can't. Know, either. Out of everyone,
1: because we want someone educated, right? Someone yeah, well read.
0: Yes, who's like watched a ton of YouTube videos <laughs> and all of that. That's what you need in a conspiracy expert. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm not even being jokingly saying that. That's a hundred percent what you need. Anyways, Hyundai. Anyway, <laughs> Hyundai, Hyundai, Hyundai. You say Hyundai, I say Hyundai. No, you say Hyundai. I say Hyundai. Well,
1: anyway, it's, uh, he, the vehicle did a burnout, and he sped away out of sight. Oh, great. And that's where the story might have ended, but the driver dialed 911 an hour later to deliver what was as much a confession as it was a humble brag. hmm And that's where he says, like, what do we guys pay you for? <laughs> Wondered the caller, who identified himself as the driver who ran from a deputy. Like, I've driven past four cops. After some spirited back and forth, I really wish I could hear what that back and forth. I would was. too. Like
0: this should release that I would audio. I'd love
1: to know that. The conversation ended, but not before investigators zeroed in on the caller's phone number and traced it to Jones according to his arrest report. <laughs> Turns out that Jones owns a white Hyundai, or Hyundai and whose tag number was one digit off the vehicle seen fleeing the traffic stop earlier that day. So whoever jotted it down, I guess, yeah. you know, they were off one number. Right. And they're like, this is the guy you think I could go to the dash cam for that kind of <laughs> you would stuff, think. but whatever. He also had a warrant out for his arrest. Mm. So, man, two birds with one yeah, stone. Yeah, don't go
0: messing with the law when you got a warrant. That's the cardinal rule right there.
1: <laughs> Deputies tracked down the vehicle the next day where they took Jones into custody and they questioned him about the 911 call. You know, I, I bet that deputy was like, who's stupid now? <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
0: You know, he knocks on his door. He's like, <laughs> you know, that deputy's just like waiting for him to
1: open it up. Yes. It's probably the best
0: moment of his life.
1: <laughs> A deputy noted that J Jones was still amused about it. The cop had no right to stop me. He told deputies oh, I he's saw one him of those. <laughs> yes yeah I saw him turn on his lights and sirens and he was going to stop, but I didn't want to. But the joke might have been on Jones. As a deputy explained to him, investigators didn't have his correct tag. They only figured it out once he played the 911 call. That's right. You would have gotten away with this if you just shut your mouth. Yeah,
0: if you weren't dumb. And and like
1: antagonized the cops, because we all know they really love that. That's funny. So I told on myself, he replied, later adding, no cop can catch me in my Hyundai Elantra. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the thing is fast.
0: So <laughs> I don't know about luxury cars. Like I yes. said
1: Jones was booked into the St. Johns County Jail on charges of fleeing or attempting to elude police, misuse of nine one one, and violating probation. Jail logs show he remains in custody without bond. Oh, so
0: I think would give him a bond. <laughs> no, I guess because he had a warrant too. So yeah, well they
1: knew if they let him out they couldn't they catch you. Couldn't him catch him. <laughs> <laughs> He got and to wait that, for him to call in. Honda Elantra.
0: <laughs> well, that's. Tough luck for that guy. I <laughs> know. You know, I'm. I'm. Uh, I have a side of me that roots for criminals. You know,
1: <laughs> that's well documented on yeah, the podcast. Right.
0: You know, I mean, I just feel like you know, unless you're doing something heinous and stuff, something yeah. like that. Yeah, man, that's a great getaway. Fine, <laughs> you just had a busted tail light. You know, fix it or whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, uh, but when you're doing stuff like this, you deserve to get caught. You deserve to get put in jail without bond. And you know. You deserve everything that's coming for you. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you're going to play with fire. You might get burnt. That's just the way it goes. Um, I believe the more popular colloquialism, which I can't say that word right, <laughs> is uh, do the crime. You got to pay the time. You yeah. Know? So.
1: Don't do the crime if you can't do the time.
0: Yeah. Something like that. So mm-hmm. I even screwed that up. Yeah. Um, So let's move on. And I've realized I'm not going to have a Florida man story. I hate to disappoint our listeners, but my next two stories are from Canada and the Canada of the South, Louisiana. So this one comes out of Ottawa, the Ottawa Citizen. Okay, Very respected news source up there. There's no
1: AL.com. No, no. But it's still very, yeah. very respected. I
0: think Canadians are too polite to, like, <laughs> you know, just, like, talk about a author article author's family and everything else. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, the headline reads, Dodgeball isn't just problematic. It's an unethical tool of oppression. Um, Man. So – the moral problem is that dodgeball encourages students to aggressively single out others for dominance and to enjoy that dominance as victory. Hm. So, I don't know. You Were you a big fan of dodgeball?
1: Oh, yeah. I love dodgeball. We, yeah. We actually play it. With, yeah, we play it On Sunday nights. Yeah. yeah, during game time. Yes.
0: That just gives us a chance to hit the kids with them. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Um. I love dodgeball. When I was in school, we called it Murder Ball,
1: <laughs> yes. by the
0: way. And then we had to change Then they the name. got
1: changed to Stingball. Ball. Yeah, too. It was more, still Stingball. Ball. Yeah. yeah.
0: It was still Murder Ball to me. <laughs> right. My, I always called it Murder Ball. <laughs> um, so the article reads The games children play in schoolyards are famously horrible if you stop and think about them. Tag, for example, singles out one poor participant, often the slowest child. As the dehumanized it oh, who ruins who runs vainly in pursuit of the quicker ones capture the flag is nakedly militaristic <laughs> British bulldog has obvious jingoistic colonial themes.
1: I don't even know what that means, <laughs> yes.
0: I don't, I don't. I don't even know what British Bulldog is. I thought it was a tag team from the WWF when I was growing up. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, there's also it says there's another one known as America is known in America as butts up.
1: <laughs> okay, now that...
0: <laughs> you kids are playing some weird games. All right. Are they
1: sure about that? Because that really sounds more like a French game
0: to me. <laughs> uh, that involves deliberate Im- deliberate imposition of corporal punishment on losers. Um, But none rouse the passions of reform-minded educational progressives quite like dodgeball, the team sport in which players throw balls at each other trying to hit their competitors and banish them to the sidelines of shame.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: When the Canadian Society for the Study of Education meets in Vancouver at the Congress of Humanities and Social Sciences, I just want to say that sounds like a big nerd fest. (laughs) Uh, a trio of education theorists will argue that dodgeball is not only problematic in the modern sense of displaying hierarchies of privilege based on athletic skill, but that it is outright miseducative. Dodgeball is not just unhelpful to the development of kind and gentle children who will become decent citizens of a liberal democracy, it is actively harmful to the process, they say. Hmm. Dodgeball, simply put, is a tool of oppression. Okay. <laughs> it is not saved because some kids like it, according to an abstract for the presentation led by Joy Butler, professor of curriculum and pedagogy at the University of British Columbia. I don't know if I said pedagogy <laughs> right, but I feel like that's right. <laughs> Again, I don't I, know what that I is. I got concussed playing dodgeball a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm operating on a standard diploma over here. I don't know what that is.
0: As we consider the potential of physical education to empower students by engaging them in the critical and democratic practices, we conclude that the hidden, hidden curriculum offered by dodgeball is antithetical antithetical to this project even when it reflects the choices of the strongest and most agile students. It reads, this hidden curriculum curriculum in dodgeball is far more nefarious than their average gym class runaround.
1: Hmm.
0: Dodgeball is miseducative because it reinforces the five faces of oppression as defined by the late Iris Marion Young. I'm sure you're familiar with her, (laughs) a social and political theorist from the university of Chicago. Those faces are marginalization, powerlessness, and helplessness of those perceived as weaker individuals through the exercise of violence and dominance by those who are considered more powerful. Ms. Young lists of these fundamental types of oppression also includes exploitation and cultural domination. The audience for this argument is primarily teachers, including gym teachers who are identified as part of the problem for not acting on values they otherwise understand and claim to hold. So this article goes on for a while. I mean it's just I was about
1: to say when do we have to finish this It's a
0: straight up nerd fest of an article.
1: Okay. Something okay, look, again, I'm just standard diploma over here. Do you think maybe they just thought about this too much? I think so. <laughs> I mean, I mean, okay.
0: I've, I got a theory here, and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Right. I'm as unathletic as they come. Uh, all my children are not athletic. I passed out no athletic DNA. I'm not athletic. I and play... I don't think
1: kids should be forced to play it. No. If kid doesn't want to play dodgeball, right. he Shouldn't be mocked. No. He should, shouldn't have well, to. play. Well, he's gonna get mocked. He's gonna. Kids get are mocked. mean. Yeah. Not right. by me.
0: Yeah, my kids maybe. Uh, Hudson probably. <laughs> but here's what I think. I think the people that have came up with this idea were the ones that were just getting <laughs> dominated yeah. in dodgeball growing up. And we were like, man, this
1: is no fun. You know.
0: Yeah. Instead of learning how to catch the ball. You know, mm-hmm. which is what I mainly did. I didn't have like a super strong arm or anything. I was good at dodging, mm-hmm. and I became good at catching. I adapted so I could catch and get somebody back in. Yeah,
1: if you're playing by Carroll's Creek rules, mm-hmm. there's a lot of ways you can succeed in yeah. dodgeball. You don't have to just be fast, right? Or just throw the ball hard, right? You know, you can, like you said, you can catch the ball and get somebody out that way. Yeah. Or if you're faster, you can dodge it and get yeah. someone out that way. And if you can. I mean, if you don't, if you're not good at throwing the ball, you don't have to throw no. the ball. You just catch it.
0: You feed the balls to the people who are good at throwing right. the ball. It's teamwork, baby. Right? You know. But I've gotten nailed in the head with dodgeball so many times in my life.
1: That's why we don't play them with baseball. That's, That's why right. we use we the, use soft use the softer
0: ones. Yeah, not softballs
1: like you know, <laughs>
0: like fast pitch girls. That <laughs> yeah. would be pretty awesome though. <laughs> that it yeah. would be. But I was saying, man, I think you're reading way too much into dodgeball. Agreed. Know? And, uh, you know, maybe you want to tell kids like, hey, let's not try to nail the the guy Mm -hmm. that's no good in the face, you know. Like, let's go um, nipples down, you know. (laughs) You know, like core of the body, you're fine.
1: And also, let's not, you know, put all the strong kids on one team and all the weak kids on the other. You you get two kids as your team captains and you let them pick. And then if if the – Then
0: whoever's at the ends oppressed and feels left (laughs) out and all that. Well,
1: I was going to say, you know, as the game goes on, if the game is a little – it seems like it's kind of you know one favors sided. one yeah. team you know switching up move a somebody yeah right. you're as an adult you know right. you can you can do that
0: right so. and I'm not one of these like we're making our kids weak and all I'm not one of these guys I'm just saying like <laughs> over you know that general like our oh, dadgum participation trophy generation you know, oh, I'm yeah. not one of those guys at all but I will you might say like the comments yeah I will say that. This seems a little much, all right? right. And, hey, maybe if, if you're a PE teacher and you're like, it's time to play dodgeball, and everybody in your class is like, oh, we want to play dodgeball, then you figure out something else to play. But yeah. if everybody's like, yeah, that's how we were. I mean, yeah, we'd I be, be like chanting, ball. like, murder ball, murder <laughs> ball, murder <laughs> ball. When Coach Wright would walk out, you know, and he'd be like, we're going to play murder ball, and everybody like, yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. And uh, we would do it, but – for if, if you have a bunch of kids that don't like it, then mm-hmm. don't don't play it and, you know, establish some ground rules and teach people how to win with class and lose with class and move on with your life, you know. Yeah. I've, I was saying, man, if if you're 11 years old, I have two 11-year-olds living with me, and you have gotten hit with a dodgeball for four years or whatever in elementary school, mm-hmm. and – you're a grown-up and that's still affecting you, then maybe there are underlying issues outside of dodgeball, <laughs> yeah. you know?
1: Uh-huh.
0: I mean, I'm just saying. Because, uh, you know, I got put out in dodgeball. I was not great. I mean, I probably uh, – in one year in Little League, I had like one hit all year long, mm-hmm. like the whole season, you know? And, I mean, I turned out – I <laughs> yeah. wouldn't say well-adjusted, but I don't have like horrible problems <laughs> right. either. Outside of self inflicted ones. So anyways, I I think dodgeball is good. I think Canada is on the wrong track here. Right. Just that's laying that out there for our Canadian listeners.
1: I'm curious, what is their if they don't like dodgeball or British Bulldog or any of this other <laughs> yeah, stuff. Right. I'm assuming I'm gonna go on a limb and say they don't like uh Red Rover either. I don't know. I don't know. What what do they suggest we
0: play in place of that? I, I don't I have no idea. They don't even like tag, you know? Yeah. I mean – Because the the slow kid might be it. Yeah. So. But be it, it's the funnest part of being in tag, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I've, that was always my favorite part. Let me be it. I don't mm-hmm. care if I don't ever catch you because I'm it. You're all going to run away from me whenever I come. I have all the power, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't get it. I mean so, – I don't know, Anyway. Man. Yeah, all my kids do is, like, Zumba and stupid stuff at school <laughs> and, like, play basketball now, so –
1: they tried to teach me this one game last Sunday called Mother May I. Have you ever heard of this? That's yeah. basically Simon Says, right? Well,
0: In it, reverse.
1: It was like the way I understood it, and I probably didn't understand it right because there was three kids trying to tell me three different sets of rules <laughs> right. for the same game. That's tough. But it was like red light, green light. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you could only walk forward if the person who was the mother – yeah, told you you could. Yeah, but they like could that. just as easily say no. Yeah, I don't know. Or tell you to go back. Yeah, and then like I would, you had to ask. You know, can I take three big steps or can I take you know ten baby steps right. or whatever? And it was still up to the person standing on the other side of the field, yes or no. Right. So I'm like, well, if you're if you're that person, why don't you just say no every single time, every time. and no one gets you? <laughs> well, and of course, they, they would tell me. You know, I would say, can I take? Three baby steps, and they were like, yeah, well, I would just take three huge steps and because I'm like a monster baby, (laughs) you know?
0: Well, I'll just say I'm intrigued by the uh, game they described as butts up. I'm (laughs) going to try to play it with Deidre tonight to see how it goes. She's like,
1: hey, you know. Let me know who wins. Yeah, let's play a little butts up, you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, anyway, shame on you, Canada. Nerds in Canada.
1: I hope there's a, a Bud Light commercial in the future where these guys are going, Buzz up! <laughs> <What's> up? <laughs> yeah. Anyway... Let's talk. you continuing on this line of thought of outrage. Let's talk about this Indiana company okay. who has sparked outrage with an unscented Ohio candle. Okay, unscented Ohio candle. That's what it is. All right. An Indiana company is raising the ire of its neighbors in the Buckeye state with its marketing of an unscented Ohio candle with the description "not much to see, not much to do." Okay. <laughs> Clever.
0: That is clever.
1: <laughs> the candle is being sold online by Fort Wayne Company Simple Nature. Cleveland.com reports Ohio State Tourism Agency director Linda Milhailik took burnt umbrage at the description. Oh, huh. man. That's, you know, burnt umbrage. Yeah. That's serious. Yeah. Uh, Mil- that was my favorite crayon, by the way. <laughs> yes. Uh, Lydia on Wednesday came up with a list of Ohio scents that people might enjoy, including summer breezes at Marblehead on the lake Wild Hyacinth. I'm assuming that's a flower. Yeah. At Hocking Hills State Park and Stadium Mustard at Cleveland's Progressive Field. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say vomit and bourbon at the (laughs) horseshoe for Ohio State. Okay. Uh, Simple Nature owner Derek Miles Taylor says he's a one person company and acknowledges he might be projecting his insecurities of being a Hoosier on Ohio. Uh,
0: It all comes out in the end. So, yeah. Well, I mean, if you're well, I don't know. I guess in the, I don't know about basketball. College basketball is mm-hmm. like the most boring sport in the world. But college football, Indiana's been dominated for forever. <laughs> yes. I think by Ohio State. So yeah, maybe he's a little mad. So right, but yeah. Tough look for Ohio, though.
1: You know what? If you're a if you're a one person candle company, I would think that this would probably be good for you. Yeah. Oh, this you know?
0: publicity out the wazoo, and you know, like people in Michigan are buying it and like mailing <laughs> them to their Ohio <laughs> friends yes. and all that. So he he did. He's pretty smart here. He for did sure. good. Yeah. He I did mean, good. kudos to this guy. We need to get him on the Earth Oddity marketing <laughs> team. <Yeah. Yes. laughs> See what he can do for us. Yeah. So. I mean, I hate it for you, Ohio, but I guess you probably – If it's, I mean, we're from Alabama. People make fun of Alabama all the time. Really? Every day. Yeah. Every day. So, I mean, sooner or later, you just get used to it. I don't know if you've looked at the internet lately, yeah. but we're basically the worst state oh, yeah. in the country. We're, we're the butt of every <laughs> joke on the internet. and. Yes. Saturday Night Live, too. Especially here
1: lately. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't know if y'all know this, but we hate women. No, we absolutely And we try, you know, we actively try to murder people (laughs) with female reproductive organs. That's what we're doing. So.
0: Yes. And, uh. Anyway, I don't know if you saw this, too. We did. Uh, we have a bill working through. I don't know where it's at. I hadn't kept up with it. Uh, we're going to do chemical castration for pedophiles. So, Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. I did see
0: that. Yeah. So we hate men, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a joke, by the way. Uh, I mean, we don't hate anybody, really. I don't know. So. And I'd just like to point out that the abortion bill is not in effect yet. So. <laughs> um just so everybody knows to clear that up
1: also the whole point of this and I, again I I don't want to get political but you know immediately there was the uh, all the stories about you know the lawsuits and how yeah. this is going to go to court um, I think that's the point. That was absolutely you the know? point. Like, did nobody yes, this, realize that this bill is unconstitutional? Yeah. The way the Supreme Court has ruled, it yeah. is absolutely right. unconstitutional. Yes, the reason that all these states are doing this is because they want to get this before the Supreme Court to right. hopefully overturn it. Now, right. I don't know if they will or not,
0: or at least but, get them to define when life begins. <laughs> I think that's really the biggest right. goal of all of it. So, so, so we can I mean, have again, some sort of concrete rule, like
1: yeah, we'll just we'll just see how this. You right. know, it turns out in the wash. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just have to wait and see. Well, again, I'm a artificial wound guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think that's the future.
0: I'm a. I, I don't like killing of any kind. Right. Like i said no death penalty. I don't. I don't want any killing. Let's all just be alive. You yeah, know? yeah. That's that's where I stand on everything. So, um, moving on to something that's completely different um, <laughs> from the great state of Louisiana, uh, ripped to Doctor John, who died by the way this week. Um, A Louisiana principal resigns after being arrested at a strip club while on a field trip. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Holy Family principal Michael Como, which Holy Family sounds like a Catholic school to me. uh, I believe
1: it is a Catholic school, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Was arrested Thursday in Washington, D.C. at a strip club. Oh, man. According to a police report, officers responded to Archibald's Gentleman's Club—sounds like a classy place—in Washington, D.C. for an intoxicated man refusing to pay his bill. Let me just say, if you get intoxicated in the strip club, you have a huge bill because they overprice their drinks. I mean, I haven't been to one recently. But I mean, they really overpriced. From what I
1: hear, people aren't going there for the drinks. Yeah, right. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> but,
1: yeah, you know, once you're there, they're going to take advantage.
0: Como allegedly was observed standing in the roadway refusing to move, according to the police report. And it went on to say that officers asked Como multiple times to move out of the roadway, but he refused. Como was arrested for public intoxication and and possession of an open container of alcohol, which he's from Louisiana. I mean, (laughs) you can't hold that against him. Like, I don't think they even have an open container law in in Louisiana. Well, they do in D.C. Numerous sources told nine news investigators that Como had a service dog with him at the bar strip club. (laughs) (laughs) That's like hunting over a baited field. You take a dog (laughs) in a
1: strip club with you, right? (laughs)
0: Um, The Catholic school principal also worked as a part-time reserve police officer. Probably not going to be doing that anymore. Oh, no. Uh, And he resigned by text early Friday morning. Classy guy, by text. (laughs) (laughs) The Diocese of Baton Rouge released a statement about the incident Friday evening um, saying they confirmed today that Michael Como, principal at Holy Family School in Port Allen, was arrested on May 30th while on a school-sponsored trip to Washington, D.C., the incident occurred when students on the trip were in their hotel rooms for the evening under supervision of other chaperones. Mr. Como had been the principal at Holy Family for five years, and prior to that, he had served in public education in the surrounding area, and that he su- submitted his resignation as principal, and an interim principal will be appointed. Hmm. So Holy Family's seventh and eighth graders were, are on a field trip in Washington, D.C., and that's what he was... Uh, Go along with the school for. Man. So. He just decided, hey, everybody's bedded down in their rooms, you know. I'm just going to slip out, have a few drinks down here at Archibald's Gentleman Club with my service dog. And uh had a little too know. much. And he's like, man, I can't put this on the debit card. I can't yeah. put $400 on a debit card. <laughs> you know, my wife's going to see that. I just can't pay. Yeah.
1: You, you talk about turning a complete 180 yeah. in one night. Yeah. yeah. You lose your job as principal. Oh, you, yeah. You can't be reserve. you know, beef Police. cop no more. Yeah, right. Golly. One night. Yeah, one night. Man.
0: One night. But I bet you had a good time <laughs> up until all that went down.
1: You know, I, I mean, part of me hopes he did because, yeah. you know, I, I want to ask him. I want to phone him right now on the show and say, yeah.
0: Was it worth it yeah was it worth it he may say absolutely <laughs> yeah he might or you be like hey you know well, they they jacked up my bill I only had two beers and mm-hmm. and, and and five but VIP dude, the room situation
1: trips. you're in yeah you can't afford not to just pay the bill and right. go away quietly yeah, you, just gotta, you
0: know you gotta take that and when your wife asks you like what's this charge for Archibald's gentleman club you go I think somebody stole my debit card. <laughs> you know. But let's not
1: cancel it because he
0: probably won't use it again. Yeah, he's not going to use it again. Let's just that's it's fine. I don't even have to go through the hassle with that. Let's see if another charge comes up, you yeah. know. But yeah, I want to know Maybe
1: in that situation you uh you just, you know, you don't get arrested. You you pay your tab. Right. And uh, maybe you ask the bartender, you know, how do you sleep at night on your way out or something, you (laughs) know? Right. You're just like, and then you go straight home and you call your wife and you tell her what you did and how bad you feel. No,
0: you just tell her you love her and you'll see her when you get back from the trip. That's how you handle that.
1: (laughs) But she's gonna find out. Yeah. You need to get in front of.
0: I don't know. I don't (laughs) think that's gonna be good. You don't want to have that conversation (laughs) over the phone, you know. But I just want to say that this guy and Mike Price. <laughs> former brief Alabama football coach should get together and do like a a buddy cop T V show, you
1: know? Yeah.
0: For those who don't know, we had a football coach for about three months here. <laughs> yes. Uh by the name of Mike Price. We hired him from Washington State, which is in the middle of nowhere, Pullman, Washington. Um he did not realize that if you're the football coach at Alabama you're the most well-known person <laughs> yes. in this state and one of the most well-known people in the entire southeast. Yeah. Um
1: you're better known than the governor.
0: Yeah, oh absolutely. At least before
1: this latest bill that yeah. was signed. <laughs> True.
0: <laughs> and uh he uh went to a strip club and brought home a stripper to his hotel room and the next morning. He and then
1: who knows if it's true or not, but said stripper sells the story to Sports Illustrated.
0: Oh, absolutely. And,
1: and so everybody yeah. across the nation gets to read about the yeah. evening you had. Yeah,
0: a very intimate evening, <laughs> at which point it's alleged that Mike Price said, oh, it's rolling, baby, <laughs> or something like that. Yes. <laughs> and... Uh, And uh, then the next day, he leaves to go play in the SEC coaches Golf Tournament and leaves the stripper in the room, who then uh, orders all kind of room service (laughs) to the room, which is being paid for by Alabama. Yeah. And uh, we have to fire him as a coach. Right. And then we hire Mike Shula which leads us to Nick Saban. So really, thank you, Mike Price and Destiny the Stripper. Her name is Destiny, by the way. And she looked like – you can Google her picture. She looked like the lead singer of Twisted Sister.
1: I absolutely like her.
0: So I would say, in principle, you're not the only one who has fallen prey to an incident at a strip club, and you probably won't be the last – um, there are a reason there are so many, and they're popular, and it's because guys are dumb. <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> Just sure.
0: simple, simply put, we're dumb.
1: Oh, man. Well, this next story is uh, its going to be my last one. All right, we're going to finish up on something a little lighthearted. That wasn't lighthearted. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever used Uber Eats? No, I haven't. I haven't either. I, I'm really, to be honest with you, I'm not sure what it is. Is it Uber, but they bring you your food instead yeah. of drive you somewhere? Yeah,
0: it's like a Crimson to Go or Waiter, you know.
1: Can anybody be an Uber Eats driver?
0: I, as I assume if you, you know, apply and they right. check off on you. I don't know what goes into being a driver.
1: Well, anyway, there are, you know, a, a bunch of people who are using it. And yeah. I see the little stickers in right. you know, restaurants all the time. Yes. But they recently, uh, they released what they called a cravings report, oh. and they talked about some of their strangest requests. Because apparently, when you go and you order, make an order, you can write something down in a special yes. request box. Right. Want some ranch dressing with your milkshake? You ask Uber Eats. Believe it or not, that was a real request. But it wasn't an isolated case of quirkiness. Uber Eats has collected the most popular and the weirdest delivery request it received this year, from asking the delivery person to sing "Africa" by Toto when they came knocking. Okay. To sending all the sandwich parts separately so the person on the other end could assemble, assemble their own their sandwich. Own. I kind
0: of yes. identify with that.
1: <laughs> the company published the results in its first ever cravings report on Wednesday. At Uber Eats, we're all about getting your order right, whether that means a side of ranch with your milkshake or ultra-spicy scrambled eggs, said Janelle Salnavave, head of Uber Eats North America, in an email. The top ten most popular requests in the U.S. are mostly as expected from one end of the spectrum with holding the onions, tomatoes, or cheese to laying it on thick with extra sauce, cheese, or spice. And ranch uber eaters seem to love ranch dressing. Oh, yeah, ranch is popular, (laughs) it's very popular these days. So basic, by the way. (laughs) Sometimes the combos requested did get a little odd a shake with a side of ranch, mushrooms and ketchup, apples and mustard, tilapia and cheese, for example. Okay, while most of us probably lean towards the minimal and mundane when adding our request in the instruction field when we order food, some. Just say it with more flair. Here are some highlights of the report. Some user responses were edited slightly for readability. Oh. Okay. Number one, asking the driver to take some time to do things we never... Okay, I'm going to back up. All right, number one, this is my boyfriend's Valentine's gift. It would be amazing if you could play Africa by Toto when you deliver the donuts. You don't have to play the whole thing, really, just the chorus. So... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Number two. This is unique, but I like to dip my sandwiches very heavily in ranch and honey mustard. Very, very, very heavily. I just live for sauce. I hate dry food. Can I please have six dipping sides of ranch and six dipping sides of honey mustard each for my sandwich?
0: Wow. That's a little much. (laughs) I mean... I feel like he's stored some up for later. You
1: know? <laughs> yeah. You're not fooling me, buddy. I've been in the restaurant business. Number three, please send all sandwich parts separately. I will put it together myself. So this okay. is the deconstructed sandwich. So I
0: understand that one a little bit. All
1: right. Uh, number four, we like our food extremely spicy. Got a $20 tip for anyone if you make the spaghetti and lasagna spicy as poop okay (laughs) and say it when you deliver the food you know so i know it's real thanks guys (laughs) (laughs) all right uh number five please also send 13 containers of ranch dressing golly
0: so so like a ramekin of ranch is two ounces like a normal ramekin um so, uh,
1: explain what a ramekin is like the little cup it comes in. That is the name of the cup. I yeah, you know, okay. like the sausage you used to get when you come to my place. Yeah, those yeah. are
0: in ramekins. I did not know that. They were plastic. We called them portion cups, too. <laughs>
1: okay. But
0: yeah. Ramekin is the restaurant term. All right. Yeah. The two ounces. Yeah, that's
1: a lot of ranch. A lot of ranch. Yeah. Okay. Number six. Can you leave instructions for me instead? Do you recommend closing both eyes with each bite? and daydreaming about beach parties in Goa. (laughs) Number seven, bacon extra, extra, extra crispy. If you try to bend the bacon and it breaks, then it is perfect. Just short of burned is another good way to describe it. Thank you in advance for your attention to detail regarding the cooking of bacon. (laughs) It is the most important part of the meal, so please take the request seriously. Okay. Can an Uber each driver? I was to say he's just a <laughs> no, driver, he's not right? Not cooking your bacon, is he?
0: Well, I used a separate, uh, not to derail the story, a separate delivery service to go along with our delivery service mm-hmm. if you go to places that we were outside of our area, right? And uh, the way the orders came in through them, it would have like you know special instructions, no tomatoes or whatever. Okay. So I imagine this is it, but Uber just collects all of it because he goes through there, right? But yeah, the driver's you. not going back in the kitchen and, <laughs> no. and putting bacon on the griddle or whatever
1: anyway, number eight, your tacos are so good. Returning customer, can you please add the spiciest hot sauce you have on it? I like it spicy, so don't be afraid to add it. Is it the green spice salsa? Thank you. Oh, and P.S., if you have a piece of a lime, you can add on the side. Okay. So this person it likes really spicy. And a wedge of lime, apparently. Yeah, and a little bit of lime. All right. Uh, Number nine, extra noodles, extra noodles, extra noodles, extra noodles, extra noodles, extra noodles. noodles. Okay, that's it? Uh, That's it. If
0: I own that restaurant, I would call that person and be like, now, do you want extra noodles? (laughs) Just trying to clarify. (laughs)
1: Yes. And number 10, please let the protein gods bestow my platter with as much meat as possible, heaps and heaps like the mountains of the Himalayas. And through the valleys and streams, an extra scoop of rice to nurture the young landscape. Okay, I'll keep it straight. I need as much meat and rice on this plate as possible. (laughs) So.
0: Okay. Well. I mean, having – Those are the 10
1: most interesting uh, special instructions for Uber Eats.
0: Having been in the business, you do get some pretty interesting requests.
1: What was – did you have any interesting requests?
0: Well, you know, we had the option where people could tell us just what they wanted on a sandwich. Right. And we got a lot of, like, uh, let me get, you know, lettuce, chicken, tomatoes – raisins, cranberries, wing sauce, you know, it's just like stuff that you're <laughs> yeah. like, hey, that shouldn't go together, right. you know, like just because you like wing sauce and you like raisins, you doesn't mean you need to eat them together, right? That stuff kind of bothered me. I did have a delivery order one time that came in was through our internet service. It was we, you could order off our website where a, a girl asked me to draw a lion inside the wrapper of her thing, which I did. <laughs> yeah, And uh, I believe I drew a few pictures for Eli. Yeah, I was about to say, you yeah, yeah. Used,
1: used to draw lions in yeah. Eli's uh, cheese roller. Yeah,
0: and I, I drew all kind of stuff. So I drew that for that girl. And uh, she never even called back and said thank you or anything, you know. <laughs> yeah. Bothered me. She lived at University Downs, by the way. I remembered it because I delivered it to her too. So, huh. yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be, like, really cool.
1: Did you ever draw anything naughty? <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I'll eaters a few, <laughs> few times, you know. But I mean, yeah,
0: you get a foot long sandwich every once in a while. You just gotta play around, but yeah, no, nah, never really drew anything naughty. Um Never really had anything naughty happen, like on a delivery, you know, like you hear.
1: I know, I was, life yeah. is not as exciting yeah, as they right. make it seem As you it, read in,
0: like, in the house forum or whatever. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
1: No, that ever, the closest I ever have is just, like,
0: people being like, hey, man, you want to smoke this joint with us or whatever, you know? And that was about it, you know? Right. Which, of course, at the time, I was like, that's great, you know? Like, all right. I'm
1: still, I'm still getting a tip, right?
0: Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> the best tippers. All right, I'll tell you this. All right, the hierarchy of tippers. The okay. best tippers on delivery are... Stone college kids. Okay. They'll give you all kind of money.
1: Because they're spending their parents' money. Yeah,
0: right, I guess. And it doesn't even, <laughs> even if they're broke ones, like living in the crappy apartments, they're still giving you a good tip. Awesome. Next were sorority girls. They always tipped really well. Then I would say after that were probably uh, office workers would do pretty good in general, mm-hmm. unless it was a doctor's office or at the hospital where the nurse who ordered or doctor couldn't sign the card, and so then the person would like sign it for them, and they're like, ooh, I don't know if I should put a tip or not, and I wanted to be like, hey, man, it ain't your money. Put five bucks on there. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: Um, The worst tippers of all, worst tippers of all, I'm going to call them out right here (laughs) on this podcast, was Kanat Veterinary Clinic, which used to be on Rice Valley Road on the corner of Rice Valley and Watermelon Road, They now are in Foster's, Alabama. Never once tipped the entire time I delivered there. Ever, no matter how nice it was. Not at all. Multiple orders, you know, five, six orders for everybody in the office. No one ever tipped at all. If you're (laughs) listening to this,
1: (laughs) you're the reason there's not a roly poly anymore.
0: Yeah, well, it's not even that. It's like if you're listening to this and you work there or have worked there in order from Rolly Poly and didn't tip me, you're a horrible person. I just want to let you know because <laughs> my drivers kept the tip, but I've drove too. You know, yeah, what I mean, yeah. we everybody would deliver. It was no big deal, and but I mean, just you just didn't tip, and I don't like you about and. You know, I've seriously considered one time just drafting a letter just to be like, hey, (laughs) just a heads up. Because you guys may not understand how the system works here. But you basically picked up a phone and then I arrived at your location with your food. I've done all the work here. I've invested gas and wear and tear on my car. Maybe you should just give me a a couple of bucks, you know, just a couple of bucks. And they wouldn't. And then, of course, the the grumpiest crowd of any crowd is the Sunday after church crowd. Right. you know, they're they've already spent their morning, you know, <laughs> giving time to God. They gotta hurry up <laughs> and get home, so they're in like such a hurry and all that. Yeah. So anyways. But yeah, huh. so Canat Veterinary, I, I haven't forgotten about you and I never will because you guys are no good.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, you got any other problems?
0: I don't have any problems, but I got some problems that were sent to me from a listener
1: i got 99 problems. I heard you had problems. Here's something i had a problem. More money, more problems.
0: This is from Kimmy. Kimmy is an um, officer, I guess, at Area 69. What area is it? <laughs> I get my areas messed up. Messed up. Yes. Yeah. Area 69 Okay So she said Here's a list of problems Which by the way Kimmy When you DM the Instagram account It's me, John You're interacting with Just so you know That's why I'm not always so prompt to respond Here's a list of problems Number one Stupid people A wholeheartedly agree <laughs> Okay Number two Stupid people's dogs running loose in the neighborhood Okay Oh man that can be bad. That's
1: a lot, a lot of that down here now. About.
0: Yeah, I mean, we just got yeah, yard dogs. You just <laughs> yeah. wake up and there's a pack of dogs in your yard hanging out, and you're just like, oh well, whatever. Um, number three, stupid people who don't drive the speed limit. Twenty and a forty is a crime against humanity. <laughs>
1: um, hey, we we can we can do seventy and sixty five though, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Fingers crossed.
0: Number four: stupid people walking in the middle of the road, not paying attention, Uh-oh, and the knowledge of mowing them down really isn't worth a thousand points. So, <laughs> okay. Anyways, then she ends it. Why with, do people
1: do that? By the way, walk down the middle of the road. I have
0: no idea. Or the people who like, uh, like at the Walmart parking lot, like you stop and let them walk across, you know, and mm-hmm. then they just like take their time and saunter. That <laughs> bothers me. I'm like, hey, let's put a little pep in your step here. You know, I'm waiting. <laughs> But then she ends with love you guys, I pray for y'all every day. Amazing, by the way, we need all I need all the yes. prayers you can get. Any like prayers of atonement you can give on my behalf would be really great too. Yeah. And uh but thank you so much, Kimmy. We appreciate it. Hope everything's safe out in Area Sixty Nine in Oklahoma.
1: <laughs> Excellent.
0: Excellent. So, All right. And you have a list.
1: Yeah, I do have a list. I was wondering if I wanted to save it. Or not. I guess I'll just go ahead. Well, it doesn't matter. It.
0: If you want to save it, save it. Well, I mean. I'm right here for our listeners, though. <laughs> if, you, if you DM our account in three, four days, I'll read it and try to get it on the air.
1: <laughs> All right. Our, this list comes from Wiltz Couture.
0: Oh, listener number one. I was I saying, mean, he's
1: Earth Oddite Supreme. Yeah, right. Mr. Yeah. Couture. And this is just his morning commute, by the way. (laughs) That's what I said. I knew he would have a lot. Here we go. All right, number one, people who let more than one person in at a time. It's like a zipper, folks, one (laughs) at a time. Zipper merging. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right. Number two, people breaking their neck to get around me and then they go slower than I was going. I agree with that. So that's aggravating. Happens to me all the time. (laughs) All right, number three, breakfast while driving. In a bowl with a spoon. Are you serious?
0: (laughs) I look. I like my lucky charms. Okay. Sometimes I don't have enough
1: time to get them all all in. I woke up
0: a little late.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Number four, makeup while driving. Seriously, honey, it wasn't helping you that much. Okay, listen, my lips need to pop when I get to the office, all right? Hey, He's talking about, you know, a, a, the ratio of risk versus reward. Right. Well, I'm saying and my to lips. To make up, you're just, <laughs> your reward is not there as much risk as your.
0: My lips need to look good when I get to the office, okay? <laughs> I've just finished off, polished off a bowl of Lucky Charms. I'm putting on lipstick.
1: All right. Let's see, number five, wipers on high in barely a mist. <laughs> I agree with that. I don't understand those people either. <laughs> it's anxiety wipers. <laughs> yeah, My perfect. wife is one of these, by the way. Oh, yeah?
0: Yeah, she wants those Dietrich's wipers like on high. She's not like on high, but she's never happy with the speed I have them on.
1: She's right. always like, are you going to turn the wipers on? And I'm like, they is coming. the same thing. Yeah. And I'm always like, you know... I, I have good eyes I have perfect 2020 vision If you would go To the eye doctor Like I've been Trying to get you to For the last 15 years We've been married
0: Then look, I'm just like Look baby They're coming Just wait
1: Just wait on
0: it They'll be here In just
1: a second You know Let's be patient The anticipation Yeah Well, You can't rush The whopper You know <laughs> All right, number six. Stopping for that yellow light when you know we both could have made it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a yellow light stopper sometimes, (laughs) I will admit. All right, number seven. Left lane cruisers. Mm -hmm. Number eight. Those super bright white headlights, especially on trucks jacked up to yes. overcompensating heights. What, what is up with these lights? You know, like, yes. why
0: are they so bright? I mean, I, I realize a part of it is like, it's, yeah. is, is we're living
1: in the South, so there's a lot of jacked up trucks. <laughs> uh, I think it's so you can spotlight deer without getting in trouble. Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> but yeah, yes. I was like, what is going on? Like, what, are, what kind of super lights do y'all have? <laughs> All right, number nine, those who think the price of their car entitles them to the ownership of the road. Okay, very true. Good point. I've
0: made the point that Audi, Audi drivers will never let you out of traffic, ever, <laughs> yes. ever.
1: I've never met one that will. <laughs> and number 10, people who don't appreciate the pure happiness that is pineapple pizza. They are likely the same people who don't know how to use their left turn signal. So <laughs> Okay. All right. (laughs) The pineapple pizza comes back at us again.
0: (laughs) I want to make my point I made to you the other day. I don't know that it's appropriate, but out of all the things I've said (laughs) on this podcast, (laughs) including making a joke about... guy using his dead wife as a cup holder
1: (laughs) pineapple pizza lives on as the number one most controversial controversial thing thing. you think we'd have passed like an abortion ban or something yes (laughs) it's amazing
0: it's amazing yeah but it still sucks i mean just straight up
1: I mean, if you want your uh, pizza mushy, then just go ahead, but you're doing it wrong.
0: And I love when they act like they have some sort of sophisticated palate. You know, like, oh, you guys can't understand the pure pleasure of the sweetness versus the salty. And I'm just like, even
1: Gordon Ramsay hates it. (laughs) You know? Like, you're on the wrong side of this argument. And that dude's in league with the devil. He should know.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So. Anyways, uh, thanks, yeah. Will. By <laughs> yes. the way, Wills is an awesome guy. Hosts a show on Mississippi Public Radio, Everyday Tech, absolutely, and uh, which is also goes and does a po- it gets spun into a podcast yes. too. So check it out. He's got a really good, really informative show for all you techie nerds out mm-hmm. there. And you're like cell phones on your belts and stuff that you guys have.
1: And I'll say, they've had some really interesting uh, shows here lately. Oh, yeah, Cause I had not caught
0: one in a while. Well, I was
1: going to say, I kind of fell off the wagon for a while, but they, they talked about the uh, computer that was, like, full of malware that sold for, like, millions of dollars oh, here a while yeah, back. They've, yeah. they've had some good shows lately. Awesome. So
0: Cool. Check them out. We're going to be on again eventually.
1: At some point, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Right, which for, some put, for putting me on, like, the public broadcasting <laughs> airwaves is – that's got to be scary. It's scary for me.
1: I don't know about you, but when I was on public radio, that was at, it was at that point I was like, okay, I've made it. <laughs> That's right. I've made it. Tax-funded radio. All you other saps <laughs> who don't have the golden pipes like I've got, That's y'all right. can just suck it because I've been on public radio. Still all-time, all-time <laughs> picture. Yes. All-time
0: picture from that day. Please come to our Instagram, uh, underscore, Earth oddity, and just scroll down and find the picture of me and Tiny from when we were on Mississippi (laughs) Public Broadcasting. Yeah, and and just look how
1: small I am beside him. (laughs) John looks like a tiny little bitty cowering man, right? Because I look like I ate the last (laughs) co-host.
0: You're like (laughs) like Andre the Giant, and I'm like a kid asking for your autograph. You know, that's exactly
1: what it looks
0: like. It's amazing. So everyone should check that out. Oh man. Okay, let's move on to community news Let's sell
1: some spice.
0: Yeah. All right, we want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice for their support. Check them out at where? Cajuncurl.com. You can order their spice there and the Cajun Curl Cutter for Potatoes all on their website, Cajuncurl.com created on the elm bayou in evangeline parish louisiana it's a seasoning that goes on everything if you like cooking or eating this is the spice for you cajun curl bayou blended spice goes well with chicken beef pork potatoes and anything else you can think of putting it on outside of pineapple pizza the Spiral Potato Cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, easy to clean, and will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to turn your next field trip up a notch when you go to the strip club, whip up a batch of homemade potato <laughs> chips and take them with you. You don't have to pay your bill. You just lay on a bag of potato <laughs> chips there, put the Cajun Curl Spice on it, and it's going to be great. On their website, which is CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Blended Spice, but the Cajun Curl chip cutter as well, and you can find recipes there that are mind-blowing. You Also, just throw this in here for everyone who's listening. Follow their Facebook page, because a lot of cool stuff gets put up in there, too. Um, You can locate your nearest retailer on their website, or you can order your own. And if your local grocer doesn't carry Cajun Curl, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowels Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, Mark's Mart in Northport, South's Finest Meats over in Tuscaloosa, and Piggly Wiggly in Northport. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, it's low salt, and it has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out on CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10, that's the number 10, to get a 10% discount.
1: Because we ask that you use spice, but we don't ask you pay full price. Yep. All right, we uh we don't have any new reviews of any no, kind of this week. And we don't have any letters to read. Sometimes no. we have letters from our audience. But that's right. You got a double dose of problems this week. So true. And it's like super hot in here Man. because someone didn't turn on the air. Right. I would just like so.
0: to, I just wanna say <laughs> that Tiny here has sacrificed and came out to fit meet my schedule. We're here. It's eleven o'clock at night. We're recording a podcast for you guys. Just want to thank Tiny for his service to the podcast industry. <laughs> Um, for coming out and doing this because my daughter had to be an Aladdin Junior and I had to go watch her because I don't want her to end up stripping when she gets older, <laughs> and I try to pay attention to her. So um, so I want to say thanks to Tiny. He does all the work on the podcast. I show up and talk and tell horrible jokes, uh, <laughs> but he does everything else, and he is willing to get out and do it tonight because we can't do it tomorrow when we normally record because I'm taking my other kid yep. to summer camp. So. Boys and Scout next week's going to
1: be crazy because we got, BBS, I got VBS yeah. every day. And then, and then I've got Father's work Day. Every afternoon from 3 right. to 11 next week. So. True.
0: Father's Day is coming up Sunday, that's right. too. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's a good Father's Day gift. So y'all leave us alone. Let's record a <laughs> podcast. You know? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Father's Day's like the lamest of all holidays to me. So mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of Father's Day. I don't need recognition for being a father. <laughs> you don't need a pat on the back. That's right. Like your wife does. Well,. <laughs> As a whole, don't get me started on that. Which, by the way, if you notice, they like advertise Mother's Day for like a month before Mother's Day. You'll Uh only see Father's Day ads starting this week, and it'll be like, get him a tool or something to grill with. And that's about (laughs) it. And they're talking about like, you know, get your mom a, you know, her heritage diamond from the jewelry store (laughs) and all that. Which I get it. Moms do a lot. But, you know, hey, whatever. Yeah. And in general... On Sunday when you come to church on Father's Day, I mean, you basically get blessed out for an hour during the sermon because you're not (laughs) doing your job. Our society's failing because fathers aren't doing your job. I
1: feel like we get the same sermon we get on Mother's Day. Oh, yeah? About, you know, hey, women... These women need help. You need to man up and do your job. Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah. these
0: women are doing everything around here. (laughs) They need y'all's help. And then on Father's Day, it's like, hey, you guys need to do your job. Remember a month ago when I said you
1: needed to to do your job? Well, you still need to do your job.
0: That's just how it is. That's just (laughs) what being a dad is. That's what it is. Yeah, they don't bring up that. I went to like two showings of my daughter's play and all that and (laughs) take my kids to summer camp or whatever. I mean, I'm not trying to get on a rant. I'll say that for next week's problems. (laughs) I just ran about Father's Day. But I don't need a gift, you know, or anything. So if you you were out there thinking of getting me a gift, you don't have to.
1: You would think that, uh, I mean, if if there was a store that was going to have like a Father's Day sale that could maybe uh, use this, you think it might be Victoria's Secret, you know?
0: (laughs) Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Yes. Yeah, which I learned a long time ago, don't buy my wife any type of like lingerie or anything right. like that because none of it fits right. And,
1: well, that, isn't that the point?
0: Yeah, I'm just like, well, at first, I don't, there's all kind of like buttons and snaps that I'm not used to, you know. Like I got my routine down, and I can't be mixing it all up. Like, just just getting your work T-shirt, and let's start out like normal. You know? I mean, that's, that's fine with me, you yeah. know. Yeah, we'll do it after I take the trash out. So, I mean,
1: and wash your hands.
0: Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> Sanitary. Goodness. Let's see if we can get a little game of butts up going tonight.
1: <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> so John can get out of here. That's right. i got big plans. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us. Whether you get us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Tune in, uh, uh iHeartRadio, Spotify? Spotify, we're on yeah, them all. They're everywhere. If you would like to write into the show, and we don't know why you wouldn't, yeah. you can get us at earthoddity at planetmail.net. Write us. You can tweet at us. We are underscore earth on Twitter. Tweet us. Do you like pictures? Sometimes we post pictures. Sometimes. You can look at them. Underscore yeah. Earth Oddity on Instagram. Yeah, we better
0: follow us someone.
1: <laughs> and if all else fails, you can call, call us. Oh, and yeah. Can leave a, a voicemail message.
0: Oh, yeah. You can definitely call us. And the number is 662-493-2059. For everybody in the back, that's 662-493-2059. Call us. Yeah. Tell us something.
1: We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. And also, we leave us a review. Uh, I already said love y'all. You can't talk anymore. <laughs> I was going to say, we need some pats on the back,
0: so yeah, right. leave us
1: a review. Yeah, leave us a review. <laughs> Tell
0: everybody about us, too. Bye. Love y'all.
1: This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.